Proverbs chapter 28 The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When a land transgresses, it has many rulers, but with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. A poor man who oppresses the poor is a beating rain that leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. The one who keeps the law is a son with understanding, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. If one turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever misleads the upright into an evil way will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will have a godly inheritance. A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has understanding will find him out. When the righteous triumph, there is great glory, but when the wicked rise, people hide themselves. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a cruel oppressor, but he who hates unjust gain will prolong his days. If one is burdened with the blood of another, he will be a fugitive until death. Let no one help him. Whoever walks in integrity will be delivered, but he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, but for a piece of bread a man will do wrong. A stingy man hastens after wealth, but does not know that poverty will come upon him. Whoever rebukes a man will afterward find more favor than he who flatters with his tongue. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, There is no transgression, is a companion to a man who destroys. A greedy man stirs up strife, But the one who trusts in the Lord will be enriched. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. When the wicked rise, people hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Hey! This chapter starts off saying, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. I love that. It also says, Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. And that made me think about a lot of things we've been talking about, especially as far as culturally right now, calling evil good and good evil. 
One of the chapters we read talked about moving the ancient boundary stone. We set these boundaries up because of what we've learned over time through experience. And it seems like so many of these things are just being torn down without even any debate. Something I wanted to mention is in the last episode or two, we've talked about belief versus faith. And just to be clear, I understand that belief is very important. I've talked about this deeper level of consciousness. And the way I look at it is we have two operating systems. There's a passage in the Bible that says to be in the world and not of it. And as I reflect on that, and as I've lived all these years, my understanding of that is we have this operating system that is useful for us to operate in the world. And that is our mind, our senses, taste, touch, smell, and our survival system and our ego and all of that is linked together. And that is one level of understanding. And I think that's the in the world. And people rely on that and they forget that there's also this deeper level or the spirit that we have, this connection to God. And if you're a Christian, you express that in one way. If you're not a Christian, you're some other religion, you might have other words and ways of expressing that. And even if you're not a religious person, people like Joseph Campbell and Richard Schwartz of Internal Family Systems Therapy have spent their life's work trying to name this phenomenon, this deeper level. I believe that knowledge is in the world. We can gain a lot of knowledge in the world, but wisdom is a deeper level of understanding. And that comes when we combine knowledge, what we've learned, with experience and humility. That's when we can gain wisdom, and that's a much deeper level of understanding. We've also talked about self-control and discipline. I think discipline is something that our ego is very good at, that will to make ourselves eat healthy or work out or whatever it is for us personally. I believe that self-control is when we combine discipline with sacrifice And as we talked about, sacrifice is when we trade something we want now for something we want later. And when we do that on a consistent basis, we incorporate discipline and sacrifice. And again, humility, that's when we can get to self-control and become a really good self-manager. And we learn to really love ourselves and that starts to flow out of us toward other people. The third thing that we've talked about is faith and belief. Again, I think belief originates from the mind and the ego and what we can see and observe. And with humility, that can lead to a deeper level of faith. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's something that is a mystery, and yet if you've walked in faith, you understand it. It's something that the ego is very uncomfortable with. 
because the ego is concerned with survival and knowing for sure and black and white thinking. My point in all of this is it's the combination of the two. People talk about death to the ego. It's not death to the ego. It's the ego surrendering to the spirit. And that's a journey and a practice that can take a lifetime. One last thing I wanted to mention that's essential for a journey such as this is faithfulness. And I was on a plane yesterday watching the movie Jesus Revolution. And it was the story of the hippies in the 60s and 70s that turned to Christ and away from drugs and led this revolution for God. And one thing that struck me as something that was so organic and beautiful, over time you start to see egos rise up and it's so easy to get caught up in the in the world and it gets confusing. I think that's one of the reasons that the Proverbs emphasize that wisdom is in a multitude of counselors and a wise man is open to reproof and correction because our ego is so powerful that sometimes we have blind spots when it comes to our intentions and it's hard for us to see sometimes when we get off the path. So faithfulness to me is when we have that vision and our values, vision plus values plus steadfastness. And it's a determination to keep walking no matter what. And over time, that formula leads to faithfulness. The passage in the Bible that says, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added. If I could sum up the Proverbs in one sentence, I think that would be it. 